There's we're holding in the second chapter of Mr. Sesharim in Zehirus, the Hakdama, and we said yesterday when you're examining the different way the paragraph works, is we said we have to see where the thrust of the theme is going, and we said that the when we when we are analyzing the the the, the piece, so we asked ourselves five different kinds of questions. One of the questions is, where's the source for the Mechaber, the author, to get his information from? And he says quite categorically, The reason why there's Zahiris is because it's a logical imperative. It must be that way. Because since you're given the understanding to be able to save yourself from certain danger, it's, it's, it makes sense that you use it. Just as a person can save himself from the danger of any type of physical threat, Surely he's going to be able to save himself from the danger of danger of any spiritual threat. Now, there's, a, I believe, an entire part which is missing, which we suggested yesterday, but I'd like you to see it inside, in terms of the preemptory stage to what the Ramchal says in terms of the obligation of delving into Zahir's through Seichel, and this begins in the Seder Avikuach, which is the first version of the Mrs. show, And we're going to begin from the words um, The Ramchal says that the first step in any progression in spiritual endeavor is the study of Torah. And he makes it quite strangely categorical by saying, Without the study of Torah, it's impossible for sure to get to any elevated status. Without limited Torah, a person's spiritual progression will be cut short. That's what Rabbi says in his Torah The Torah brings to Zahirus. If a person has no knowledge of Torah, he cannot become a Chosid, which is the ultimate Madrega. And now he explains why that is. That created man and put within him the inclination to do evil. He was wise enough to create a cure to this disease. And the cure to this is Torah alone. I've created the Yetzirah and I've created the Torah as an antidote. For Omnam, and therefore it's obvious. If created for this wound, this cure, it's impossible. It's impossible that a person would be cured and saved from this disease without it. And then he goes on to quote the famous marshal of a sick person that goes to a doctor and the doctor prescribes him a medication and he says well as long as I take some level of medicine it makes a difference and picks a random jar off the shelf so needless to say that's not going to help him. So the nimshal seemingly is that a person who thinks 
that he can move forward and overcome his negative component of self. A person that looks to other places for spiritual sustenance and self-development. So the Ramchal says you're never going to get there. If a person thinks he can build his persona through the use of psychology, he's unfortunately misled. Because since the negative parts of soul emanate from the Yetzirah, the only way to address the Yetzirah is Derech HaToyah. And then he comes on and in the next paragraph he says, Omnam od I'll try to describe this logically why it should be so. And he says as follows, The ways of Hashem are way above human intellect. And he brings a proof from a verse, My thoughts are not your thoughts. A person that wants to achieve absolute perfection and true happiness, it's impossible that they should become human ideas. Since perfection transcends human understanding, the ways of acquisition of this attribute have to be above it. In other words, it depends what your vision of humanity is. But if you see man as a person who's got unlimited potential for perfection, and essentially he can rise to the level of an angel, he can transcend all the physical boundaries that he has, so therefore the means of transcendence cannot be gained from empirical observation because the entire component of man which goes above and beyond the narrow limitations of self comes from a place where the laws of cause and effect are not understood in human comprehension it comes from a higher place human comprehension has a capacity to evaluate cause and effect which is based on empirical evidence human understanding cannot grasp that which is beyond the life that we live, the visible and the measurable. Hence, the component of man which extends beyond the measurable and the physical cannot be addressed by the sciences of psychology because they can only come to conclusions based on study and research. And study and research can only work upon the parts of the mensch which can be measured and evaluated. So therefore, it's almost imperative that to be able to gain true perfection, a person has to access a higher form of knowledge. That higher form of knowledge that guides a person in that direction is known as the Torah It's impossible to approximate perfection but through the ways of Torah Bilvad. Because Torah, that's a klal. Torah is above human intellect. Only the Creator could have brought them into fruition. That's what the Pasuk says. And Moshe Rabbeinu reminds us, Who's a great nation that has such righteous and just laws like this Torah? So this is a very powerful presentation of the necessity of Torah as a mechanism of growth. And the Ramchal's direction of thought is that we can only grow without the tool of Torah to the way that we can understand ourselves. And the understanding of self 
must be limited to the physical world because the understanding of soul is not something that we can fathom and measure because the way it works is on a completely different level of cause and effect and therefore if you want to gain true perfection which is the perfection of the soul we're going to have to access a spiritual source which is describes knows and understands the delicate mechanism upon how to affect every small minutiae within that gigantic structure known <coughs> as the spiritual essence of man so therefore true perfection is based on that knowledge with that functionality in that context and hence if we seek other sources which try to attempt to fix us up and perfect us they cannot do so what they can do is they can move us from being an animal to a human being because human beings can understand how you can be a human being but to move us to the state of elevated perfection of spiritual greatness it can never ever get us even close in that direction and hence the Ramchal continues to say it comes out from this it's not enough this is in crucial detail it's not enough for a person to be saved from the Yetzer and to achieve perfection to know ethics and the nature of good character traits the way it was known and taught by the nations of the world over here the Ramchal is addressing psychology and philosophy and he says it in a very broad fashion he says it's not enough meaning it may well help but it certainly won't get you there it can be a good haskhola we have to come unto the godly Torah because that's what I was given from Shemaim in other words had the Torah been able to be deduced from human behavior the Abisha wouldn't waste his time coming down the high Sinai and telling us the event of Sinai means something which was above human comprehension was brought down and allowed us the rare opportunity and the enormous privilege to gain in it and if we then dismiss that privilege that's a severe 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 degradation of its beauty and power now obviously what happens is in our world as we've discussed many times before is people are obsessed with the goal of perfection but their comprehension of the greatness of man has shrunk to such a tiny vision that psychology becomes an option because their vision of the ultimate man is a person that's healthy psychologically whereas according to the Torah the version of the perfect man is so completely beyond that it's a Reb Shlomo Zalman Orbach that at the funeral of his wife can say there's no need for me to ask her for forgiveness because I can know throughout I don't know how long they're married 40 years of our marriage I've never said anything that could have possibly offended her now if you try to think what that means in terms of the different times of marriage and the different times that person has in life of being stressed of being under pressure of dealing with childbirth and pregnancy and children running around the house and financial it's impossible for me to comprehend that there was never a moment in time that he lost his temper or perhaps a little bit sharp it's beyond my comprehension psychology wouldn't consider that healthy and therefore you see that the notion of a man that can transcend what seems to be normal physicality normal human parameters that's what we're trying to achieve and that's where we're striving to be we are not a nation that is earthbound we are a nation that is heaven bound and it is a tragedy when we sell our souls for mediocrity and mediocrity means emotional health emotional health is not the end point it is but the very beginning
can Torah bring someone from dysfunctional to functional, or do you need to say that's, how they That's a separate question. Let's go one step further, and then we'll see. It would be impossible to find a man who lived upon this earth, even if he would be the greatest genius, would be able to figure out the way of organizing it in the way Akarish Bokh has organized it. We've just turned to the top of page Ayn Tess. Now I would like to skip. And now let's go to page pay. And it says, Omar Chasid, Achar, Heyosu Adam Oisik Betoira. Once a person is occupied in the study of Torah, and he's exacting in its topics of discussion and its understandings, what will be born in his soul and draw him after it is Zahirus. So here the Ramchal gives us a piece of the puzzle that he omits in the version that we're learning. And he describes the causal relationship between Torah and Zahirus. How does it work? It works in the following way, that since once the ways of Hashem have been implanted in a person in reality and his eyes are open to see what he did not see before as an aside you see that the goal of Torah is to allow you to see things differently from the way you saw things before it opens up your eyes to see a whole different perspective the severity, the weight of the service of Hashem and how essential it is that without his study of Torah it would appear to be very light and insignificant so that redevelopment of essentially what he means is that things which seemed light become heavy that's called values values are the weight you place upon something so what the Torah does, it is a value informer. It tells you what has weight and what doesn't. Prior to the study of Torah, one's perception of what carries weight, what's important, what should be prioritized, is very different to after the person's study of Torah. Good example. Sure. The idea of what you do on Saturday. So prior to your study of Torah, it's a day for perhaps relaxation, watching sport. It's a day of recreation golf. After the study of Torah, it's a day whereby you can have access to a completely different state of existence. You can emulate the Creator, whatever that means in the notion of the deepest way of return to self, which we call rest. Rest means when the Koychas HaNefesh, the different components of self, have a capacity to return to from whence they come. Now that's incredible. So therefore the entire nature of the weight of the day changes. Prior to my study of Torah, it may have been a nice thing to, a symbolic gesture, a ritual to make Kiddush on Friday night. After the study of Torah, it becomes a day which is transformational. Um, now, See, now we see the clue in the Messiah's Shorim. After that, after that, 
Only after the study of Torah and the re-establishment of a different system of values does it then become possible for the Seichel to say you have to look what you're doing. Since now you have an awareness, Yossi. Since now you have an awareness. You have an awareness of what things weigh in the true sense of the word so now you'll be much more cautious in the way you approach them for example if you understand that Shabbat says wait so it will make a difference in terms of where you spend it and who you are with and what you do and how you plan it that's something that if I know the things weigh differently so then it makes sense that I'll think about how I can function and fit them into my life since you have the capacity of understanding and knowledge now you understand also what's good and you also understand what's traumatic to the soul what's destructive you see what for example engaging in promiscuous activity does to a person internally so as a result of that, if you don't think about it, so then you're putting yourself in mortal danger. How is it possible that you'll actually close your eyes to rescuing yourself? Once you know that there's danger at every point, how is it possible that you'd go out of your way, close your eyes, and not avoid it? So now I think this is a crucial part that was missing in our study of the paragraph that we were learning. Because when we were learning the paragraph in the Mesut Hashem, so we over didn't overlook the the Ramchal doesn't put across this point in the same way. He doesn't say that the seichel which is mechayivu is a seichel which knows Torah. He says seichel is mechayivu. So we erroneously thought when we learned that that it's a logical imperative to become a zohir. It's a logical imperative to become a zohir, but not according to the laws of Torah unless you know Torah. That's what we said yesterday. That any person who is dealing with a operation, a business, an engagement, so he always makes a reckoning of if he's moving forward or backwards and what's good to invest in, what's bad to invest in, otherwise he can't progress. But you would never think that would apply to the science of self unless you have the knowledge of Torah. Once you have the knowledge of Torah, you can reapply that to your own personal world. Do you all understand? So I think that's a crucial point that was missing from what we said previously.